This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with V8 supercar team owner and driver, Rick Kelly. I hope you'll stay with us. Kelly joins us on the line as he gets set for the Bathurst 12 hour as well as a busy season in the V8 supercars. And Rick, this off season has been especially busy for you. Yeah, it has been a busy uh, little off season. We had a couple of weeks in Mildura where we uh, did a little bit of walking and, and took a break. And then ever since we got back to work, it's been uh, very, very busy preparing for the year. And um, in addition to that, you're, you're right, we, we headed to the paying for it for the GT3 PDR. And Look, very exciting experience. I hadn't um, driven a car like that before or, or been really overseas for, for anything like that. So uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly, getting the chance to work with the, the Nismo team and see how they operate and, uh, and learn the car a little bit more prior to the 12 hour. Now, this opportunity is being uh, helped along by your, uh, your new manufacturing partners in Nissan. And with James Moffat having driven for Nissan at the Dubai. Uh, race and getting on the podium, he's really put the pressure on you to uh, do well here at Bathurst. <laughs> not, not really. I guess very different um, opportunity with, with the with Bolbear. And to, to be honest, I haven't got huge expectations on results. For me, I just want to go there and do a very good job and learn a new car and, and learn a new team and a new format of racing as well. We, I'm sure the team's got great aspirations to. I guess, come along and, and win the event. But for me, I just want to do a good job of um, driving the car for, for those guys and uh, experience something different. How enjoyable is it to drive that car? Yeah, it's very enjoyable. It's very uh, easy from a physical point of view. Like our cars, you have to be quite aggressive and they're quite a physical thing to get around the track. And the GT3 car is uh, is nice. The air conditioning system in it is very pleasant and uh, the, the gear shift, Obviously, paddle shift behind the wheel. It's got ABS. It's got traction control and a lot of driver assistance, I guess. So for me, it was, it was great to learn that sort of stuff and, and learn a different car. But I could I could really see how it's enjoyable for those guys to come along and, and drive a V8 supercar with a heap of horsepower, not much of a tire, and uh, you know, um, a big, a bigger, heavy car to get around the tracks. It, it's a lot of fun. So for me to go the other way, it's reasonably easy to learn because of those driver assistances. But uh, nevertheless, it's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of you can break extremely late in it and uh, it was a very enjoyable experience just to test the car so I'd imagine driving it around Bathurst um, you know on a brand new surface as well is going to be a, a thrilling experience. That's the thing when you went to Sepang to test the car you had to learn the circuit and the car and knowing how famous that Nissan is with the GT Academy did they uh, suggest to you you do a few uh, a few races on the PlayStation and learn the circuit before you get there? Well, they didn't suggest it, but I certainly did that. I, I bought um, the 2013 F1 game and spent a little bit of time trying to learn the track. Not enough time, though. I still arrived at the circuit not knowing all the corners because it's a pain track. It's actually a very long track. I mean, in a GT streetcar on, on those days, we were doing 203, 204, 205 um, minute lap time. So very long track a lot of corners and uh it took a you know a couple of um runs for me to to come to grips with it, which corner was coming up next and and so on so like you say is a, is a big challenge to learn a whole new car and a new circuit to that length and, and that um extent uh you know in, in a couple of runs but uh I, I really enjoyed that that part of it as a challenge and uh you know it's good for me to step out of a supercar and try something like that because it has been a long time 
And of course, the next car, it's on 6.14 kilometres of road you know. So you'll really be able to test yourself even further about kind of how you can handle that sort of car. Absolutely. And the interesting thing that I've been speaking with with a few different people is is to see whether, you know, the, my teammates um, find it easier to learn the track and knowing the car very well or whether I find it easier to learn the car knowing the track very well. You know, it's going to be interesting to see, I guess, which one of us uh, has the most um, advantage knowing either the car or, or the track, but not both. So it's going to be an interesting weekend for, from that point of view. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable after the couple of runs I did in Sepang that um, I'm close to knowing the car and, and the handling characteristics and, and how to drive it. Just need a little bit more refinement through the practice and qualifying sessions at the 12 hour and uh, you know we should be able to have a, a good solid crack. Now I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on this because we've seen since basically since Tony Cochran left the sport a lot of our V8 supercar main game drivers are now able or or are now willing to try other types of motorsport. We've got uh, uh, of course guys running sprint cars, we've got guys running in the New Zealand super tourers uh, yourself and uh, and a number of other drivers like Bridie going to Le Mans and racing GT cars. Do you think that uh, perhaps the the view now of letting you guys run whatever you want to run uh, is a more healthy way of uh, helping to promote motor racing and and V8 supercars in in general? Uh, look, I don't think that there's any strong link between drivers trying things and, and Tony Cochran not being in the sport anymore. I think there's more of a link there now between teams, team owners and manufacturers and different racing platforms around the, around the world. So, you know, for us, obviously, the driver exchange program is, um, is a Nissan, um, I guess, business objective that, that we're, we're sampling, if you like. And uh, like Will Davison driving the 12-hour 12, 12 is certainly an extension of his um, drive and, and obligations at Erebus. And a few other drivers, you know, trying different things is um, certainly, I guess, opportunities that are being created through the sport growing and being more of a, a worldwide sport and, and one where national teams and drivers love to come over here and, and sample V8 supercars. So from, from that point of view, it, it is putting us on the radar a little bit more. And the, the V8 supercar category trains us drivers, I think, very well um, as far as being able to go into another category and learn a car very quickly and do, do a good job of it. So it's, uh, I think it's a really good thing that in the last you know, 12 months that V8 drivers have been experiencing a lot of different things around the world. It certainly helps um, the category grow, I think, and, and our drivers grow as, uh, as well. I mean, you look at um, Ambrose in, in the States and what Weber has achieved um, in, in Europe Formula 1, that certainly helps... Um, I think, grow Australian motorsport worldwide and open people's eyes up to the talent that we've got within our country. Mm. Well, of course, you you do mix a lot of roles in the team as a driver, owner and, and all your other uh, hats you're wearing, but it would be rude if I didn't give you a chance to plug your own radio show, which, of course, is V8 Nation, which uh, I believe is returning again this year. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of fun. Every, every off-season, I look at the... Um, calendar and work out how to simplify my life a little bit and and I never end up doing that I end up saying yeah to everything and uh, and being a, a very busy man but that, that's something I enjoy I mean motorsport for me has created a lot of different opportunities from team ownership to you know working with sponsors and flying around the world to do different activations and that's a, a big area that I enjoy and when an opportunity comes up I I love to grab it with both hands because you know I'm not going to be a race car driver forever so if I get the chance to 
host a radio show or fly to America to, to do something, I always grab it and, and run with it. So the, the radio show is something that I've enjoyed. Probably, I'm probably pretty crap at it, but nevertheless, uh, it's fun to do. Rick, uh, a pleasure speaking with you. We wish you all the best for the Bathurst 12 Hour. I know it's going to be a very exciting event. Do you think the 12 Hour is starting to rival the 1,000 in in uh, prestige and and certainly uh, quality of cars on the track? There used to be some great cars on the track. I mean, for me, it's the first time that I've, I've um, competed in the event, and, and quite simply because my focus has always been V8 supercars and nothing else has really entered the radar as, gee, I really want to do that. I mean, I'd love to go and do maybe the Daytona 24-hour and a couple of races like that to, to sample it. But certainly, um, you know, I haven't looked in this, into this in any great depth apart from when this um, suggested that they'd like me to, to consider and, and we jumped at it. So, you know, I'm still doing my homework on what the event is and, and what it means. But in my mind, um, you know, nothing will compare to the Bathurst 1000. It's what I've grown up looking at. It means the world to me and, and my focus, you know, is strongly on that. But nevertheless, it's an opportunity that I'm very excited about and the 12-hour seems to be, as you mentioned, something that is, um, you know, gathering momentum and, and certainly attracts some fantastic teams and some fantastic drivers. Mm. Well, Rick, all the very best for that, and we look forward to seeing you there and then soon after, a week later, at the official VAT test day at Sydney Motorsport Park. Yeah, busy time. Well, thanks very much. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.